What Ho podcast pals, and thanks for joining us here in the happy place for another week's worth of Discontent Provider. At the risk of straying off-brand within the first few moments, I'm bound to say that despite the mundaneness so often inevitable on a Monday, today is beautiful, and it's a genuine pleasure for the world's greatest lurcher and I to be out and about. The sun, though not doing much to warm our ageing bones, is shining. The air is crisp and fresh, yet lent a certain exquisite piquancy by the faint tang of gunpowder or cordite or whatever they put in fireworks. Ah, breathe it in, Arkham, my lad. A tangible reminder that many Britishers spent the weekend celebrating the state's horrific torture and execution of a political dissident. Mind you, given that dear Guido was all about wholesale slaughter in the name of establishing a theocratic dictatorship, it's hard to have too much sympathy for the chap, and that had he had his way, those with uh, unorthodox views may well have suffered far ghastlier fates at the hands of an institution who were still pretty jazzed about the Spanish Inquisition. Hmm. Digression, you say? Not one dashed bit of it, cats and kittens. Such thoughts absolutely have their place in today's little seance. You see, as I say, it's an awfully nice sort of day, and nicer here in our little hideaway than anywhere else. Under such conditions, one might easily find oneself taking a broader, more indulgent view of the grosser and more frightful horrors and enormities perpetrated by even the worst and shittiest of high-placed fuckstumps. And so it was that I came perilously close to feeling a pang of human sympathy for our Home Secretary, Suella Braverman. The dear lady has, even though she may not appreciate it at the moment, painted herself into something of a corner, to my way of thinking. By striking out into areas of abysmal soulless cruelty and staggering cuntitude not generally seen in mainstream politics, Miss B has placed herself at the mercy of the same sort of public appetite for atrocity that led to the ordeal of torture and immolation that met the late Mr Forks, and that appetite is pretty voracious, as you're doubtless aware. While her latest malicious masterstroke, labelling homelessness as a lifestyle choice and mooting that charities that supply tents to rough sleepers should face civil prosecution, that might keep the baying mob whose support she courts so uh, assiduously quiet for a few days, she will soon be assailed by the quite justifiable fear that she hasn't yet gone far enough to slake the thirst for persecution, humiliation and preposterous levels of legalised viciousness on the part of her fanbase, who feel that no fate can be too terrible, debasing or dehumanising for people who aren't them. Where, she may already be wondering, can I go from here? It's a chilling prospect, yet it's one we must face. If there are depths grislier or more inhuman than those she has already plumbed by literally attempting to criminalise the natural charitable instincts of people who don't think that cats and kittens freezing to death in the streets in, lest we forget, the seventh richest country on earth is cricket, she will unquestionably find them. She has to. Or her adoring fan base will turn on her as being too soft, too spineless, too... Too woke, damn it! She's doing her best, mind. Her concert-level playing of the dog whistle towards racism with gems like Many of them are from abroad. A suitably vague, yet threatening phrase that gives no figures. Certainly not the government's own figure that more than 50% of rough sleepers are native British males over 26. 
Details aren't the friend of the demagogue as a rule, but the implication is what matters. The faithful will have picked up what she was putting down. Each and every forlorn little pop-up tent will be concealing to their eyes all manner of foreign degeneracy. One assumes that mostly their minds will turn to scenes ripped from the old Fry's Turkish Delight adverts, wherein some opium-dazed lady lies back on cushions while a big lad of Arabic extraction waves a fucking great scimitar around. Because, as I think we've mentioned before, people on the right do not tend to be very imaginative. Uh, But all this will only hold back the tide of nastiness for so long. Soon they will want more. They'll insist on it. She is on a treadmill. She is desperately trying to outrun both sadism and satire, and it is one that will keep on going, its speed increasing day by day and hour by hour, until, as happens to even the most honed athlete, she will collapse, her lungs and heart bursting at the unendurable effort required just to stay in the same spot. As I said earlier, I came worryingly close to experiencing some sympathy for her self-imposed ordeal, But uh, I didn't quite manage it, although, as sincerity between us is the very heart and soul of this podcast, I will admit that I didn't try very fucking hard. That'll about do us for now, I think. We'll be back on Wednesday with more of similar, and we'd both be ever so bucked if you'd join us. For now, though, cheerio.